And once again, our guest host, AJ Jacobs. Welcome to Question of the Day. Thank you. Delighted to be here. AJ, I was a year ago at your uh, big party, the world's largest family reunion. You, you broke uh, all the Guinness Book of World Records. And uh, I've read all your books about your my life as an experiment. Uh, all You had the year of living healthy. What was that one? The, mm-hmm. the Drop Dead Healthy. Drop Dead Healthy. Did you read you the were... encyclopedia, too? I book? did read the what encyclopedia. What was that one called? The Man Who Read the Encyclopedia? No, no but that would have been a good title. No, what was, what was it it called? was called The Know-It-All. The Know-It-All, yes, good the title. Yeah. You, read well, from, you read A to Z? A to Z, or and, more precisely, A-A-C, which is the uh, first word, A-A-K. <laughs> Say that again, I like that. A-A-C. And what is A-A-C? A-A-C. Ak is a type of medieval Korean music. I love that you remember something from reading the encyclopedia. I remember the first and the last word. Is that with a Q or a K? A dash A-K. A-N. And then the last word is Zivich. Z-Y-W-I-E-C. What's that? I don't want to ruin isn't that the a kind of a Isn't that a kind of a bread? A <laughs> cracker a good, or something? Good, yes. It no? is a type of beer. Beer. It's, oh, wow. a, it's a town in Poland oh, where that's you why come could, from. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, a town in Poland. You know what's the best thing about Poland is the way, uh, I'm sure there are better things, but <laughs> the absolute best thing. Let's hear it. <laughs> When you drive through the countryside, some of which is incredibly beautiful, the way they um, dry, I guess, hops or grow hops, rather. You know, hops are one of the most beautiful plants. It's like a grapevine, but even bigger and just like beautiful. And the hop, the flower, the fruit, have you ever seen a hop? No, I it's don't It's like know a little that. beautiful Japanese lantern, hmm. and it smells unbelievably wonderful. A little bit citrusy and a little bit, you know, uh, umami-ish a little bit. And they grow them on these really tall kind of like tent poles, like 30, 40 feet high on wooden tent poles. And they're just like the most beautiful version of like, you know, cultivated nature. Huh. That's my that's my most loving, lasting memory of Poland. That is, and did you try the Polish beer? Lots of, had drank a lot of Polish beer and also a lot of um, Polish vodka, which was... Uh, and is that potato vodka or just wheat? I believe it was potato vodka and there was a lot of flavored vodka. There was a lot of, you know, different kinds of grasses and herbs and whatnot. But I'm not a big drinker, so my palate kind of goes away after the first sip. Well, I am actually doing an article for Esquire about uh, chewing tobacco. Oh, interesting. Uh, Pro or con? Well, it was more experiential. They Mm. want me to try it because the theory is that it's the hot new trend among Wall Streeters. No. Really? Really? I'm not sure. Really? I I mean, I have found like five Wall Streeters who have done it. Are they all from below Mason-Dixon line originally? (laughs) No, no. Some are... isn't it really bad for your, like, it causes jaw cancer and all oh, those other sure, things? Oh, sure, there's that. Are they former uh, baseball players? That Some are athletes, but it's also, you know, it is like super coffee. Like, it wakes you oh, up. Oh, yeah, and if you swallow a little bit, you are going to feel it. Yeah, what there is mean? definitely. It is like uh, eating a rocket. It just makes you, it's kind of a combination of hot, spicy, and adrenaline. And, and you throw up. Like, yeah. That's sort oh, of yeah. the rite of passage is that... But anyway, have you they have, up? Because I saw you chewing tobacco a few weeks ago. I did at not. That other event. I have felt like uh, basically like I'm on a twin engine plane, like in a blizzard. But I never <laughs> threw up. And I will say that nowadays, 
to appeal to the kids, they have like every fruit variety. It's like going to Baskin Robbins. Like you can get coconut, chewing. Right, are so you, many questions for you. Wait a minute. You, James, you were saying the age, you were chewing at your gigantic family reunion? No, no, no. We went to, we went to see Charles Duhigg actually give a talk. Oh. And AJ, you know, the author you were of Better, there? Faster, Smarter. I was dipping. I mean, as a journalist. And you know. what do you spit in? Uh, well, I did. There is, you can go on the internet and buy spittoons. Yeah. Many of them have <laughs> Confederate flags on them. <laughs> so, wait, AJ, I want to ask about this. This segues into my question for you, which is you're so, you're fascinated by experimenting on yourself, not in this life hacking sort of way where people experiment and see, oh, I built like 80 pounds of muscle in three weeks. You just are in it for the experiment's sake. You're not necessarily trying to better yourself. You love the process of experimentation. What does that do for you? And B, how can the person listening to this, they're not going to start off with these extreme experiments like having a huge family reunion party or spending a year living biblically. What's a way people could, on a daily basis, maybe start ex experimenting more in their lives? Right. Well, I, yeah, you're right. I never have gone for the six-pack uh, abs, but I do feel that they they improve my life because I I take away things from each experiment that has improved my life. Um, and like the, uh, the Bible, for instance, you know, I shaved my beard, I stopped stoning adulterers, but I, uh, I did keep this idea of gratitude and being thankful for the hundreds of little things that go right every day, uh, as opposed to focusing on the three or four that go wrong. So little thing, and, and I agree, I'm all for everyone trying these experiments, but you know, you don't have to wear a robe and sandals and have a sheep. Uh, you can. Did you have a sheep? I had a sheep. It was sort of a rental sheep for <laughs> the uh, for the photo shoot. Where do you yes. rent a sheep around here? I've tried. It, we've, we've been looking you? into that. Oh, yeah. You can always trying to rent you a sheep. Rent, you can rent any In animal Manhattan? except for um, a moose. That's the, for Why some, can't you rent a moose? I don't know. It's illegal to rent a moose, but every other. This animal, sounds discriminatory. <laughs> This podcast episode brought to you by All American Sheep Inc. <laughs> well, that's uh, yeah. It sounds like a social justice issue you need to take up. Uh, but you rented a. Sh you didn't pal around with your sheep just the for the photo shoot. The sheep was just for like the right. cover photo shoot, and uh, it was actually the highlight of my life. I would say in terms of fame, because it was in in Times Square, and I was wearing the yeah. robe and sandals. I had the sheep. And like a block away was uh, the naked cowboy, oh, yeah. and I had more people around me. Like, That's funny. Looking than at the me naked cowboy. The did naked you bond cow with the sheep at all, or not really? <laughs> no, I mean, was it? Did, uh, did you was it? Did you have that kind of human dog interaction a little bit with the sheep, or not really? The sheep was not that interested in me or right. my project. Yeah. I for the actual project, I did since our forefathers, many of them in the Bible were shepherds. I went to Israel and I did. I spent a day as a shepherd, and uh, there was an actual black sheep who was uh, was very, very nice. Like, the black sheep was no less— Wow, they give a bad name to black sheep. Yes, they do, mm. which is, I think, you know, reflective of our What do you think would happen biases. if you put a black sheep and a black swan together in a room? Mm, I think that guy's head would explode. The, uh, <laughs> what's his name? So, Nassim Talib. Yeah. Did you, um, so tell us a little bit about your shepherding experience. I mean, was it more difficult than you imagine? What did you learn from it? Uh, well, the main lesson was, yes, do not discriminate against black sheep. Uh, and <laughs> and also it was, 
it was generally, I think, very relaxing because they had dogs. So it was sort of outsourcing all the work to the dogs, and you're just hanging out. So uh, it's a pretty good gig as far as, as farm animals go. After this one message, we will be right back. I'm very happy to have our friends at Fracture back on Question of the Day. Fracture is a great American company with a new concept for digital photography. Take your digital images out of your smartphone's hard drive where, let's be honest, you never actually look at them, and bring them into the physical world by printing them directly on glass, which I've never seen before from any other company. Every Fracture is made by hand in the USA, checked by an actual human for quality assurance, which also no longer happens, and is delivered with a solid backing ready to mount onto the wall right out of their eco-friendly packaging. They even include the wall anchor. Fractures are great as gifts, awards, rewards, or just a great way to brighten up your home with the images you love. Fracture glass prints start at just $15 with free shipping on orders over $100. See how Fracture brings your photos to life at fracture.me. And be sure to mention that you heard about them from Question of the Day in their one-question survey at checkout. It helps support the show. So what else do you get from experimenting? Just the thought or act of experimenting. And then, again, what are some simple experiments our listeners at home can try to start on their own path of experimentation? Well, I would say yes. You, you know, don't start extreme. But I find that anytime you do something new, it is... Um, it makes you more present. It uh, there's the it, it makes you more thoughtful. Uh, what's the uh, what's the trendy term I'm trying to think of? Mindful. Mindful. Thank you. So it also seems kind of playful, like almost like adult play. Yeah, that which I I'm in favor of. There's actually a woman when I was doing the book on religion, and she talked about how on the Sabbath she's an Orthodox Jew. You're not supposed to do anything that you would do normally. So she talked about how she usually puts her lipstick on counterclockwise, and on the Sabbath she puts it on clockwise. That's rebellious. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I was going to kiss her after that. <laughs> But she said it was very, it was there's something wonderful about it because mm. it makes you remember the pleasure of putting this mm -hmm. lipstick on and it makes you aware of this nice ritual. So I like that. Like, you know, brushing your, trying different toothpaste every week. You know, that's a little experiment. Let me ask easy. you this. So this is something that James and I talk about now and again in here, which is that, so we both have built our lives with a lot of fortune to be able to kind of decide what we want to do for work, right? And right. you're the same. I mean, you're a writer, so you you can and there are downsides to that, but a big upside is that you control what you think about in a given day, what you produce in a given day, what you avoid in a given day and so on. And many people um do pursue careers or vocations or hobbies that kind of sync up with that, but a great, great, great many more don't have that flexibility. Mm -hmm. And it's not their fault, and it's maybe often not a choice. Maybe it is a choice, but it's often not. So if you're in a situation where you can't decide, you know, today I'm going to learn a new blank, or today I'm going to go to a new place and do a new thing, et cetera, et cetera, which, again, many people are constrained, how can you transfer the kind of, you know, worldview that you're talking about now, about kind of the joy and 
thrill of experimentation and the bounty of learning, of, of always putting on a new lens over the way you look within the context of, you know, whether it's a job or school or parenthood mm. where you can't really change. That is a good question. I would say that even in the lives where you have you have a very strict schedule, there is room for it, uh, and it could be something as simple as as walking a different way to work, or or it could be uh, one of the most interesting parts of my uh, living biblically was not gossiping, mm-hmm. and uh, so just shan hurrah, that's a big one. That's right. right. <clears throat> that's a really wow. big injunction. Is that in, Hebrew? In that biblical was... Judea or in Judaism, it's one of the biggest no nos. Evil tongue, right? Yeah, Isn't and that? yet it's amazing how even though that's a fundamental one, just like you know, I mean, it's not up there with killing, but it's it's pretty close. How easy it is to forget about it and fall into it. Oh you know? yeah, I mean, it was fascinating. And by the way, there is uh, an ortho. I can give you the number. There's a one eight hundred number. Give it. It's sort of like a. Um, you know, a suicide hotline, but for gossip, for, for Lashon huh. Hara. So if you have the urge to say something negative, you can call these Orthodox rabbis and sort of, they'll talk you out down from the ledge. And they're, oh, they're, I, they're, they'll talk you out of gossiping or they'll listen to your gossip? That's, Either that's one. What I, th- I thought it was a sort of confessional where they just kind of absorb it. like, I, And then th- they publish it later like, and, <laughs> and send it around and kind of laugh about it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to what this woman true. did. <laughs> I got a call from AJ Jacobs the other day. I did call. I mean, I wanted, because I, I talked to them about, I was doing something, an article on Michael Bay, the director, who parks in handicapped spaces. Like, he's proud of things Steve like Steve Jobs that. did that also. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> Most economists say you should, by the way, because they're unoccupied about 99.9% of the time, and therefore the odds are actually... You know, it's just like waste. It's just a wasteful resource. Just like similarly, when two lanes merge, yeah, right on a road, and everybody of good conscience thinks, "Well, let me get over early." That actually, it's better for everybody if you consume the merging lane fully, because right, physics just tells you that everybody's going to move faster right. if more people stay there. But um, so, do you park in handicapped spaces? I don't. I'm a I'm a Boy Scout in that way. Interesting. It's it's it's, it's not so much. I mean, I do have friends who are handicapped and drive. So I like you know I think about them showing up, and if there's one spot and someone's in it, you know, it's a real hassle. But mostly, I'm scared of the ticket. Interesting. So, so the good reason and the real reason. You had a really exactly good reason. Right. It's exactly right. But there's a real reason, which right. is not only scared of the ticket, but maybe there's a little shame factor. Like if someone sees you getting out of the car, it's like a Larry David thing. Like if someone sees you getting out of the car, you just parked in the handicap. The space. only time I'm ever really tempted is when it's like a huge, gigantic place, which, you know, whatever. There's like 300 parking spaces, and you just can't find a space at all. I don't mind walking a long way, but when you can't find a right. space, then there's a handicapped That's one. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I was in a, a country in the Caribbean that, where they had they had handicapped spaces, and then they had pregnancy spaces. Mm. So they had, and I and love— you use that pregnancy space all the time. <laughs> you use Does it, it count for the father? Can you be the father of a pregnant— That's a great question. I don't know. The picture was of like, you know, a stick figure with a little baby stick figure in the stomach. Really? So you I can, don't. You can I have a know. sympathy since you can. If you get caught, you can say I'm having a sympathy pregnancy with my wife. Like I'm gaining weight. Nice. I'm parking in the pregnancy yeah, spaces. There you go. When I do like you think that. social justice will be done so that there's a, a podcast host parking space? <laughs> <laughs> Not soon enough. Yeah, you guys need it. 
Can't wait until tomorrow for more QOD? Hear a clip from our next show right after this. Thanks again to our sponsor, Fracture, a company that's changing the photo market by printing your digital photographs directly on glass. Every Fracture is made by hand in Gainesville, Florida, checked by an actual human for quality assurance, and delivered with a solid backing, ready to mount onto the wall right out of their eco-friendly packaging. They even throw in the wall anchor. With prices starting at $15, it's affordable and makes for a fantastic gift. See how Fracture brings your photos to life at Fracture.me, and be sure to mention that you heard about them from Question of the Day in their one-question survey at checkout. It helps support the show. You have questions about next time's question? Here's a hint. Our good friend, AJ Jacobs. So, you ask a question to us. We asked you last oh, time. Yeah. Okay, so my question is, and this occurred to me, I'll tell you how it occurred to me, but the question is, does humor have an expiration date? It, or are there things that are eternally funny? <laughs> <laughs> 